Today's lesson is how to believe you have received. That's right. How to believe you have received. And so with, with that being said, what we want to do, we want to make sure that we get a great understanding of that in order that we can move forward in it and that we can, you know, do those things that are necessary in order to get us those things. So I'm, I'm thankful that you hung in there with me, even though the sound was was off. And that, like I said, that's totally on me. But nevertheless, I want you to get this because I understand this right here. When I understand how to believe I have received, when I get it, when I get it, oh boy, great and wonderful things began to happen in my life. Now, in the Bible, and like I told you one time before, I believe the Bible. I believe it wholeheartedly and fully and everything. I hope you do too. But in the Bible, it says this right here. What things soever you desire when you pray, believe you have received them and you shall have them. Now, that's powerful. That's very, very powerful because it's making us a commitment, a promise, if you will, that whatever things we ask for, okay, and, and I'm going to say this, and a lot of people may, may, may disagree with me on it, but I'm not here for the sake of your agreement or disagreement or anything. I'm just here to bring some things across that I think that will help you. If those things are in the Bible, and you believe the Bible like I do, now maybe you don't, and that's okay. But if you believe the Bible like I, I have to do this right here, I got to do what I call TP. I got to test and prove those things out. Because, you know, these are the things that I can test and prove out now while I'm here, before I get over there. And, and so my point is this right here. If it's there, it's there for a reason, and we need to understand it. And if we understand the mechanics of it, I know we can get it to operate in our life. Now, here's the thing, here's the thing that is most critical about all of this. The Bible says this right here, when you pray, okay, when you pray, believe you have received it. Let me see what's going on here. OK, believe you have received it and you shall have it. So if that is the case, and it is, if that is the case, then we need to understand how to make all of that work. We need to know how to put that together. So let's do this right here. All right. What we're going to do, we're going to break it down piece by piece. All right. So the first part of it says, when you pray, what things soever you desire when you pray. Now, first of all, we got to make sure that we know what we want. Many times, that's the biggest challenge, and I've said this over and over and over as many different ways as I can to help you understand that you've got to know what you desire. you got to know it. you got to know it like you know it like you know it. I can't emphasize knowing that enough. All right, so I have to know what I want. Now, it says that when I know that, now it says I can pray. Now, we have to answer, ask a question here. What exactly does it mean to pray? Now, some people will tell you it means to commune with God, and I have no problem with that. I agree with that. Some people will say that it's, hey, it's a solemn request. It's a, um, there's a lot of different pieces to it. It's a desire, or even, you know, you can pray Thanksgiving. And so all of those are true, but I want to break it down to the, to the bottom line. The bottom line to me, it means to ask, or it means to have a desire. It means to you know, you have this thing and you desire it and you're asking for it. Now, it says there that what things soever 
you desire or whatever you ask for, when you pray, here's the next part, believe. Now that for many people, boy, that's the tough part. How do I believe what I'm asking for when I see all of these circumstances around me? I know what you're saying. I, and, and, and believe me, I, I understand that. I see this. I hear this. You know, I can physically touch this and all these other kind of things that are coming around me and combating what I desire. Yeah, that happens. I agree with it. It happens. It happens to all of us. We have those times when we when we seem like no matter what, that we bumped into other things that may be trying to challenge us, may be trying to hold us back. But I, I got something for you on that. Those things that you can see, hear, taste, touch, whatever it is, that's called your sense realm, okay? Your five senses is what it comes into. What I see with my eyes. And you know, I've heard people say this, seeing is believing. And I guess that's true to in some sense, but I also understand this right here. I can see, I can see what I thought I saw, but I didn't really see it. So what I want to do I want to help you on today on how to get beyond that sense realm, and, and, and there's some steps in it, and get to the point where you can have the very things that you desire. And yes, you can. You can have them. Um, I'm living proof of this system working. I've worked it over and over and over again in my life, and I continue to work it every day. But you have to get to a point where it's not an argument. It's not a debate. It's not going backwards and forth with, with anyone to include yourself, but that you know this with all finality and that you say, you know what, no matter what, this is what I believe and put it into action. Because your belief, your faith in this system is, is very big. You use your imagination for so many things. I'm helping you to use your imagination for the very things that you desire. Now, what I find sometimes is many people are stuck using their desire for things they don't want because that's the side that they go on. And I get that. I, I Believe me, I've been there before myself. I understand that, that, you know, when you see all this stuff going on around you, what are you supposed to do? Well, what I believe you should do and what, what most of people that know this will tell you, you got to get beyond that. You have to get beyond that. So I'm going to give you six steps real quickly, six steps that's going to help you. And then once I give you those six steps, you're going to be able to go and do this. Number one, I've already talked about it, clearly define objective. Know what you want. You know, don't, don't, don't be backwards and forth about it. You know, when, when you're backwards and forth about it, um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says this right here, that that when you're unstable in what you desire, you don't get anything. You're tossed to and fro. As the Bible says, you're one, of one opinion one minute, you're of another opinion the next minute. You have to know. You have to know with all finality, this is what, this is my clearly defined objective, and this is what I desire. This is what I'm asking for. Now, that do, I do agree with you that that's going to require you to take some time and sit down and look at it and study it, whatever the case may be, to make sure but I will share with you right now, that's very important. Number two, you have to go within, not without. I'm going to say that one again. You have to go within. Why? Because within you is where it's at. Now, some somebody told me one time, say, well, I thought I was praying to God. 
Well, let me ask you a question real quickly. Where's God at? Most people look up, okay? God resides in you, okay? So if he resides in you, you have to go within. And here's another thing about going within. When you go within, you close out all sense round things. Those things that are going on around you, they, they don't matter. You have to get to that point where you say, yeah, I know that. I see that. But I also understand this right here, that I can do something about that. And many people don't believe they can. But you're of a different cut, of, cut from a different piece of cloth, if you will. And you know you can. You can do something about what you're currently seeing. You can change that. And if you hang in there, I'm going to give you something at the end that's really, really going to touch on that. So I go within. Then the next thing I have to do, number three, I got to feel myself to be one with the thing that I desire. I have to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I am it and it is me and we are one. Well, number four tells me this right here. Remain fixated until you have that feeling of having what you desire. There will be a point when you will know it. And watch this right here. If you don't know it the first time, that's okay. Go back within. Keep going back until you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the, you have the feeling of the thing desired. I told you one time before, assume it. Uh, uh, just have the use the law of assumption and assume it. Assume the virtue, even if you don't have physical evidence of it right now. Because I understand this, that when you become that way, those things become reality. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. Those things become reality that we stay fixated on. And you watch, share, mm, this is good. How many times have you seen that in your life where you've become fixated on something and it starts showing up in your life? That's what I meant before about many times we go to the negative side of it and we stay fixated on the negative side. When we stay fixated on the negative side, we get negative stuff. OK, we want no more of that. We don't want the negative stuff. We want to understand that if we get fixated on the things we desire and we stay with those things until they become those those things become one with us and we have that feeling of having that. Oh, my goodness. Well, somebody said, I don't know. How can you have a feeling of having something that you don't have? I, well, let me let me put it to you like this. How do you have a feeling of driving a car that you've never driven, but before long you're driving it? How do you have a feeling of anything in your life, a relationship or whatever that you desire, but you, you don't currently have it, but you feel so good about it that that thing just shows up in your life? That's how it's done. So I understand now that I have to be cautious, consciously aware of being and possessing the thing I desire. That's number five. I Once I finish being fixated on it until I have that desire, I have to understand that when I'm done praying, as the, as the scripture says, that I am conscious of being and possessing the very thing that I desire. Oh, it's real. It's real, real to me. And it's so real that I give testimony of it. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to sh share some things with you to give testimony of. So watch this right here. Now, number six and the final one, how do you know that you're conscious of being and possessing your desire? Well, here's how you know. When you have something, you no longer 
Seek it. You don't seek it any longer. Why? Because you have it. Here, right here, this, these are my, my pods, my, my um, apple pods. All right? So my pods were missing for a while. So I was looking for them. I was seeking after them. I was going around saying, where did I do this? I even hit the thing where find my, find my uh, pods on my, could not find them, could not find them, could not find them. Then one day I moved a piece of furniture and there lay my pods. Well, I found them. Okay. And so now that I have them, I'm not going around looking for them anymore. Why? Because I possess it. That is the same way this is. Once you understand that, you know, you're conscious of being and possessing your desire, you ain't looking for it no more. You're not. You, well, David, I don't have it. That's the problem right there. You've got to have it before you truly have it. And what did I share with you earlier? You've, if you know beyond a shadow of a doubt, you have it. Oh, this is good. This just came to me. If you know beyond a, beyond a shadow of a doubt that you possess this thing and you're conscious of this thing, you this thing and you being one, Here's what you start to do. You start to prepare. Prepare for what? Prepare for its arrival. Just like a pregnant woman. I've used this one before. Just like a pregnant woman, when she is pregnant, she knows that at a set time, that child is going to show up. Some children come early. Some children come a little later. But she is in preparation the entire time, getting ready for that bundle of love, that bundle of joy to show up in her life. That's right. That's what we do. So here's what I want to leave you with on today, because I've talked enough for you to go do this. Go back and listen to this again and do those six steps. Now, I want you, I, I, I want you to think about this. If a physical fact, listen to me closely, if a physical fact can produce a psychological state, in other words, if I can see something and it affects me psychologically, cannot a psychological state produce a physical fact? Yes, it can. It can. <laughs> I'm going to say it again and I'm going to go. If a physical fact can produce a psychological state, if I can get myself in a psychological state where I understand that I'm conscious of being and possessing my desire, can that psychological state produce a physical fact? Absolutely. And that's what I want you to get on today. So listen. We had a little te technical difficulty up front, but we got it fixed and we're on it. But here's the truth of the matter. I want you to go and put this into practice. I want you to TP this, test and prove it out. And when you do, you're going to know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you got what you say. All right. Thank you for, um, for being with me. Please excuse the blunder at the beginning with the sound and everything, but thank you for hanging in there with me. Remember this right here. You, you are the architect of your life. And I, I believe in you. I'll see you next time. Bye.